Welcome to Collaboration is Queen, a New World Women production. I'm your host, Dawn Morningstar, one of three co-founders of New World Women. Sean Vujot, Mecca Page, and I have collaborated to co-create New World Women, a women's organization that shares profits with women to reward them for expanding their consciousness and nurturing themselves. Our unique offering supports women's self-empowerment and economic sufficiency, and it emerged out of a respectful, inclusive, co-creative process based on collaboration at every turn and fun. Yes, there was lots of fun. The three of us are often overheard saying collaboration is queen. We invite you to welcome more collaboration into your life knowing that you don't have to do it alone, whatever it is for you. Dust off your crown and enjoy. And always remember, collaboration is queen. Mecca Page, Dawn Morningstar, and I welcome you to New World Women's Wisdom Roundtable. Thank you for being here. We invite you to relax and feel gratitude in your heart that you have taken time to ignite and expand the flames of wisdom within you. Mecca, Dawn, and I are the co-founders of New World Women, which grew out of our shared spiritual vision to support women's self-empowerment around the world. New World Women is a global, like-hearted sisterhood of seekers and sages who receive financial rewards for learning, growing, and staying inspired together, helping others, and practicing self-care. Women are seekers because we love learning new things and staying inspired, and we are sages because we all have wisdom within us. If you'd like to learn more about New World Women, please visit us at newworldwomen.com. And now it is my pleasure to introduce our one of our amazing co-founders, Dawn Morningstar. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Thank you for that beautiful introduction, Sean. And um, it's so good to see everyone on the call today. Thank you for spending your Friday morning with us. So... Um, Let's take a moment now and just close our eyes and take three deep and conscious breaths as we move into the center of our hearts, feeling the joy of connecting with like-hearted sisters. So just feel into that and envision a night filled with a shimmer of stars across an endless dark sky. See a circle of women sitting around a crackling, roaring fire, their eyes gleaming and their hearts connected. There's laughter and conversation and joy. And one of them beckons to you right now and motions for you to sit on a smooth rock right next to her. You feel her love for you and the joy in your heart that you are there in the circle. You feel that you are at home and that you are part of creating a new world. The words that I have just spoken are made manifest by our divine. So it is and so it shall be. Shanti, 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 Aho and blessed be. 
So with another breath, feel yourself present in your bodies and you can slowly open your eyes. So since ancient times, women have sat in circle around the fire, right? And here they found warmth and light and inspiration, not only from the flames dancing in front of them, but in the hearts of one another. New World women gather together at this virtual roundtable to ignite and tend the fires of wisdom, kindness, and the joy of like-hearted connection. You feel that when it's not just like-minded, but like-hearted. And um, feel that light within you right now and know that it's time for all of us to shine forth. So today's inspiration at our very first Women's Wisdom Roundtable is it comes from three of our amazing, what do we have, 35 luminaries now? Is that right? 35 luminaries. Luminaries are New World Women teachers, and we call them luminaries because they're sharing their light with all of us. And let me tell you a little bit about them. Reverend Dr. Patricia Keel is a spiritual entrepreneur, new thought minister, spiritual teacher, and mentor. Patricia integrates over 30 years teaching metaphysics and positive prayer with the Eastern wisdom and mystical practices of meditation from her 16 years of study in India. Welcome, Patricia. Shannon Poppy has been an avid seeker of universal truths since she was shaken awake during a moment of total despair and surrender on her kitchen floor in 2010, when her oldest daughter became very ill. Through that illness, and more thankfully through that healing, Shannon's whole life changed. Shannon's kitchen floor moment opened her to an undeniable divine presence, leading her to many areas of metaphysics, such as conscious choice making, ho'opono opono, the power of thoughts, the law of attraction, and the sacred symbolism of the Vimala alphabet. And welcome, Shannon. We're so happy you're here. And Dr. Valerie Prahl is a doctor of chiropractic and a certified clinical nutritionist. She has been in active practice for over 30 years and has served on professional licensing boards and state association boards, providing guidance to healthcare professionals, practitioners rather, on integrative approaches to healthcare leadership. Val's frustration with the typical medical approach of suppressing symptoms without finding their underlying cause sent her on a journey to discover solutions. Val is fascinated by the expanding field of epigenetics, the study of DNA, and how it can be positively affected. She uses her understanding to help turn on processes in the body, and this allows abundant energy and speedy healing. We like that, right? Welcome, Val. <laughs> okay, so uh, luminaries, please uh, unmute yourselves, and um, we will... Um, move forward. So each one of you, uh, the way this will go is each one of the luminaries will share a little something uh, with all of us. They'll be conversing um, amongst themselves, between themselves and amongst themselves. And um, 
And then we'll go into breakout rooms and see what did we glean from what was said? What like really um, stood out for us or impacted us in some way? And then we'll come back into the large group and share again and uh, and go from there. So shall we begin? Um, Patricia, would you like to go first? I would love to go first, Dawn, and I'm so happy to be able to be with everyone. I um, would like to share some things on my screen, just because I think it helps people understand a little bit more about what I'm up to. So I think that um, Shannon and I had some matching pictures. Um, and for me, my daughter's illness uh, when she was 13, and she's now 40, really impacted me into understanding the vitality of breath and how important it was. I can remember lying in the bed next to her in the hospital and just hearing her breathing was such an incredible comfort to me, knowing that she was undergoing a treatment for Hodgkin disease at age 13. Um, so this quality of breath is something that I think is so important for us to really understand. And from my teachings in India, I've got, gotten a deeper understanding about the power of the breath. We literally are embodying a life force energy. And we know that when the breath leaves the body, you know, people think that life moved on, even moved on in consciousness, even though the vitality and the force of the energy in the body is gone. But that's another subject altogether. What I want to talk about is this sacred practice of what in Sanskrit is known as pranayama. If we can understand that the prana is this vital life force energy, the breath is the way this vital life force energy moves through us in the physical body. And pranayama means that we have the capacity to literally control and guide and be aware of the movement of the prana through the power of the breath. And this is that sacred energy of pranayama that I'd like to share with us today. We're going to just touch the edge of this as far as benefits. And then I want to take you through a couple of very brief practices. So there's some physical benefits of pranayama. And I'm sure, Valerie, we're going to be looking at some of the uh, symptoms of disease. And breath will be something that we know when we have access to our awareness of breath, it can improve our health. It actually activates the sympathetic nervous system, beginning moving it away and bringing the parasympathetic nervous system into play, which is the rest and relax part of our nervous system. It can improve our circulation, giving us more heart health and giving us lower blood pressure and also can reduce inflammation in the body. Beyond physical, Practicing pranayama can be a deep awareness of our mental health and emotional stability. When we are able to control and really become more aware of the power of the prana energy moving through our body, we have an ability to be more focused in our thoughts and in our emotional world. And also our memory can become enhanced in this way. And obviously emotional health will help us in all of our relationships in addition to reducing our anxiety. And for those of us who may be prone to depression, practicing the sacred art of pranayama can be a deep, a deep help in that regard. And finally, for me, what has been the most powerful aspect of practicing this sacred pranayama 
is that it's a deepening of my spiritual understanding of the divine presence within and my connection to all life. There's a deep sense of inner peace that comes when we're able to be aware of that inner presence, also an inner clarity and increased compassion. So I want to share with you what I call my three P's to balance breath. The first is posture. We have to sit, not the slouch on the couch. You know, you have to sit up with your, so your spine's erect. So literally you're on the sits bones and your shoulders are relaxed. The second thing of awareness is that we want to follow the path of the breath. In other words, it goes, begins coming into the upper chest, moving into expanding the chest and ultimately going down into the abdomen. And the final P is the pace. And that's what I'm going to share with you. And in a minute, we're going to be doing two breath practices. There's the first one where we're literally balancing the breath in and out. The inhale, I'm going to take you on an inhalation to a count of four and an exhalation to the count of four. This begins to really quiet the mind and center the body. The second thing we can do is we can extend the amount of time for our exhalation. And that begins to relax the body more deeply. And finally, we can add a breath hold in there. So without talking more about it, I'd love to actually take us through a little practice. And I wanna show you, this is not necessary, but one of the things I've learned from India is we have these 72,000 subtle body energy channels through, through us and we can hold our hands in Pacific postures. This is a hand mudra that's easy to relax on your lap or even holding your palms together with your fingers touching, which is the namaskar position, activates the left brain and the right brain. So I'm going to invite us now. We're going to go into a very, very simple breath meditation. So I invite you to sit, sit up straight, relaxing your body and closing your eyes. And we're going to do what I call the wave breath. We're going to inhale to the count of four and exhale to four. So inhaling one, two, three, four. Exhaling one, two, three, four. Inhaling one, two, three, four. Exhaling one, two, three. Four, inhaling one, two, three, four, exhaling four, three, two, one. And now we're going to extend that exhalation. Inhaling one, two, three, exhaling six, five, four, three, two, one. Inhale one, two, three. Exhale six, five, four, three, two, one. Inhaling one, two, three. Exhaling six, five, four, three, two, one. And just take a moment now and be aware of the body. Be aware of the breath. And take one deep inhalation, bringing the air all the way down into the belly. 
Feeling your lungs expand and hold your breath for a moment. And slowly, slowly exhale. And one more deep and conscious inhalation, bringing the breath to the belly. Now, as you slowly exhale, bring a tiny smile to your face. And as you're ready, you can open your eyes. Beautiful. I really appreciated that. Well, thank you all. If you, if some of you are geek or geeks on all this, I I have some information on my geek out books, the Science of Breath, <laughs> written by Yogi Ramacharka, and also Vivekananda Swami Vivekananda's Raja Yoga. You can find stuff on the internet, but it's much more fun to go go right to the source of the ancient wisdom in the East. So beautiful oh, to see great. you all. Thanks, Don. Thank you, Patricia. Loved it. Awesome. That was beautiful. Okay. And so Shannon, would you like to share some of your wisdom with us? You beautiful luminary, you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. And that was, that was just wonderful, Patricia. And it's, it's amazing how, like we said, a lot of these modalities intermingle and intermatch. And I loved it when you were talking about just having the hands in the namaste position, how it fires and wires, as Joe Dispenza would say, um, both hemispheres of our brain. Well, ironically, so does the act of handwriting and handwriting with a cursive system in particular, um, even if you don't know the Vimal alphabet, if you want to access and fire up both hemispheres, your hemispheres of your brain and pull from that creative center and engage your heart energy, pick up your pen and write in cursive. Typing, printing even um, is a different, that's more of a left brain activity and doesn't engage the heart, which now we know the heart has neurons, which I'm sure, um, you know, in the, in the epigenetics that Valerie's going to talk about, uh, that is new research. That's amazing because it just backs up all of this work and, and lets it know that it's just, you know, scientifically proven as well. But um, so, yes, so our handwriting can be an amazing tool to access our souls and nurture our souls. Like we're talking about because our handwriting is a graphic representation of our subconscious thought process, which subconscious normally rules unless we're doing these mindful practices, um, it's also a gateway. So when you pick up your pen and change maybe some things about the way you write, you can change the way you think, which changes everything. So you can overcome possibly some fears, open up new avenues in your life that you didn't even know you were interested in and things like that. Um, so anyways, it's, I'm kind of like thinking of how much time I have. So I'm getting a little sidetracked about <laughs> not wanting to say too much about it. But um, there has been Dr. Vimla Rogers is the only alphabetician that has ever specifically designed an alphabet to bring forth the absolute best characteristics and traits in our personalities. Each and every letter of our Roman alphabet carries, holds a soul-based quality that lives in our personalities and is ignited when we pick up our pen and write it in a specific manner. So, um, you know, there's so many letters when I was thinking about which letters should I use and which letters should I talk about? The P 
that you were just telling us the three P's is funny because that was one that I, that first came to my mind because that letter talks about um, truly loving and appreciating ourselves just as we are right now today without changing a thing. But I was inspired by my grandson that I take care of every day. He's 18 months, not every day, five days a week. He's 18 months old. And um, the one thing he says right now is, yeah, when you ask him, you say, Jackson, would you like a snack? And he says, yeah. (laughs) And so I was like, yeah, Y-A-H, those are amazing letters. So um, the letter Y is all about healthy self um, acknowledgement, ego-free self-acknowledgement. And in handwriting, curves our heart energy and angles our mental energy. So I'm just going to show some of the letters and what they represent. So with the Y, you have this cup that's open to your upper zone of your handwriting, which is the same as the upper zone in your body. It's where creativity, imagination, beliefs is all stored. So you have this open cup waiting to be filled. You drop down to the lower zone, which is where, you know, um, activity and uh, follow through comes through. And then you come up and brush the cheek and have this follow through stroke. And this letter, when written in this way, just totally brings forth your gifts and talents and lets you say, yes, I want to share these with the world. And um, when you're complimented to just say, wow, thank you. Absolutely. And for some reason, us women find it a little bit harder to do that than men. And that's what I was taught. And I know that it's true when I, when I talk about it. But um, so that's a wonderful letter. The A is, there's two mosts in the alphabet. The A is the most spiritual and the H is the most dynamic. And those are the two letters we have left. So in writing the letter A, which is all about being comfortable in your own skin and bringing forth your spirit instead of your ego. The A that we were taught in school, a lot of us would be the circular A. And we were taught to possibly do a large circular A like that, which like I say, showcases personality, um, worried about what other people think of us, our exterior stuff instead of what's inside. This is called a star A because it brings forth that spirit. So if you ever want to pick up your pen and start here, which is called a Lincoln foot because Abraham Lincoln signed his name this way and go up to a V and come down and do this nothing will stop me tie stroke. It's super powerful letter to do to overcome, you know, any fears and anxieties and things like that. And we all have egos and we need them. So the lowercase a puts it in perspective. It makes it a a passenger on the bus instead of the driver. And I am going to say one thing about the letter a that a lot of, again, women, here we are, it's a group of women pick up when we were young girls possibly is, is an a like this, that's called a shield a. And like in about fifth grade, a lot of our friends maybe started to do that a, and it was like, oh, that's, that kind of looks cool. I like it. But it's called a shield day because that's what it does. It actually puts a little shield in front of us, bringing forth our own talents and um, and shining bright. So that is something that if you see that in your handwriting, you might choose because it's a choice to do it this way and just see what happens. Um, so this is all about, you know, spiritual stardom, having your spirit shine forth instead of your ego. And then the last letter that I'm going to briefly talk about is the letter H. Like I said, the A is the most spiritual. The H is the most dynamic. It is the letter of courage. And it is all about dynamic self-expression. So a lot of people, if they're starting a new company or doing things like that, will practice this letter H just to put themselves really out there. 
because it's I am, I am, and again, that nothing will stop me um, tie stroke that was in the A, uppercase H. The lowercase H looks much like the H we learned. Again, there's a little V, which there's a V in the A as well, and the V is spiritual discernment. And you'll notice if you, you know, when you're interested, if you learn about the Vimala alphabet, which I hope that everyone joins in when we do our classes, because we get to get more in depth and really explain it well, is that all the letters in the Vimala alphabet end going to the right. The right side of the page is the future. The left side is the past. We'd like to bless the past and let it go, but we don't want to get stuck back there. So um, just knowing that every letter you're writing either ends at the baseline or ends moving forward, moves us forward in life. And there's, there's so many energies involved in it. And again, the breathing, um, when I practice my letters and how I was learned and taught to do it and what I teach is that yes, oh my gosh, take in those breaths, make it a fun, exciting thing. Uh, you think, you know, handwriting, practicing letters might not be that fun, but it really is when you know the meaning and you know the energies that you're calling into your life when you practice these. So as something that people can do if they want to is just picking up their pen and writing maybe a few lines of uppercase and lowercase A's across the page and forming them this way and see what happens and just see how you feel and see how that energy shifts in your body. Um, the handwriting practice is done in 40 day cycles because it takes 40 days and 40 nights to really truly transform and you know rewire neurons in your brain. I mean, this is a, a wonderful practice that really does change things in your life. So, um, so hopefully, you know, when you decide, do I have time? Can I take five minutes? Can I take 10 minutes out of my day and nurture my soul through my handwriting that you'll say, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can. And pick up your pen and just, you know, write a couple letters of uh, lines of either these letters or your name. Your name is super powerful. And to use that, um, as a practice is fantastic. Or if there's someone in your life that you wanna send love and energy to, a couple lines of their name in cursive. And it would be uh, an amazing thing that they would feel. Thank you so much, Shannon Poppy. We just had a question um, of your name. This is Shannon Poppy. And um, I've had the privilege of learning the Vimala alphabet and I've totally changed my handwriting as a result. After all the years of writing the way I was taught the Palmer penmanship. Right. And I've also had the distinct honor and joy to travel to India with Patricia Keel. And so these are two of the three luminaries who will be sharing with us today, who are sharing with us today. And just so you can get a flavor of some of the teachings that will be happening inside of New World Women's Inspiration and Learning Platform. And now, um, Dr. Valerie Prahl, I'd love to turn it over to you. Thank you, you amazing luminary and so much more. Welcome. And please Thank share you. your wisdom with us. So uh, I think that the breath and the writing is um, the way to get into the body to find out what it is that each of us have um, holding within us. Um, you know, each person is unique and beautiful. And beyond that, each physical body is an integral part of their per of that person's consciousness. We experience everything through our senses and through our bodies. 
Our bodies help us to interpret the world and our expression of our consciousness. Our body's symptoms of illness or disease are messengers for uncovering the magic and mystery within each of us. Physical symptoms that have been incubating deep within the body for ages <laughs> represents conflicts and challenges that that need to and want to be addressed. Listening to the body and discovering how to bring what the unconscious into the conscious is the first step towards healing. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> it's necessary to express symptoms rather than suppress symptoms, at least initially to uncover the message. The unconscious message is found in the body, in the symptom. Exploring some of the most frequent expressions of illness and disease in our society and in my own chiropractic practice has helped me to identify common patterns. This helps me to better understand myself and others and to notice and recognize the imbalance of masculine and feminine within. So we all have masculine and feminine, whether you are a male or female. For example, when I was working as a, in my busy practice, um, not so much now, but I recognized that I was just using my male energy, my, because I was the boss and the, the doctor and the, you know, um, doing the paycheck and cleaning the sidewalks and all in all of that was all the masculine energy and I wasn't allowing my being energy the feminine energy to show through and you know it, it really was a factor in in creating a, a life that was was really worthwhile. So I left that practice and created a new practice that allowed me to be more energetic and more, um, more feminine in my, uh, more feminine and masculine within myself. So the locations of the pains and the types of illness that a person experiences can be clues to the underlying problems. For example, some of the problems come from ancestral patterns. That's where the epigenetics comes in. Um, you know, uh, the genetics that we have come from uh, issues from epigenetic factors and from ancestral patterns. And some come from issues that occurred prior to having the cognitive ability to figure out what was happening. Digestive issues mean that the body is working too hard to control outcomes. And obesity means that we want to be bigger in the world. So, you know, but sometimes we don't want to be bigger in the world. We just want to be insulated from and don't want to be seen. There are lots of other examples and issues related to body messengers. You know, the, the power to create our world and our bodies and to transform illness is in our hands. Life is a delightful, expansive, and occasionally somewhat painful gift. The magic and mystery of this life matters. Our body holds the answers if we know who and what to ask. So I just want to say that our lives are just, um, it, 
it's just wonderful to be able to be here with you and to experience this time together. So I am going to turn this back over to whoever wants to speak. Thank you, Dr. Valerie Prahl. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. And um, I, I'm blessed to have worked with you too. I had my DNA analysis done uh, by a private company and then you interpreted the results. And I learned so much about the DNA. And what I learned most from you though, is it's not static. It's right. Well, no, the epigenetics, mm-hmm. yeah, the epigenetics is so much of our lives. We can change everything. We can change our lives by breathing. We can change our lives by writing. We can change our lives by eating different foods. We can change our lives by everything. So um, don't think that we're, that it's static, you know, everything can change. That's what's so wonderful. Absolutely. And um, I, I'm very thrilled about what each the three of you will be teaching in our New World Women um, inspiration, Learning and Inspiration platform. Um, you're going to be talking about the um, uh, astrological archetypes and their effect on your well-being. So I'm very, very much looking forward to that. But I want to turn it over back over to you before we go into our breakout rooms, the three of you luminaries, um, Patricia, Shannon, and Val, um, if you would like to comment on uh, each each other, what you, what you had talked about, each of you had talked about, if you want to share any thoughts on that. Well, I, I find it very interesting um, in listening to you too, Val, talking because the letters also live in a part of our body. So mm-hmm. it, it is all just so across <laughs> the board because when you do change your energy and change you know, certain parts of your body, of course, if you had something wrong, you wouldn't just go do that letter and that would be it, but it would be something you could use in addition to help and, and hopefully speed up and, and have a recovery of whatever is Going on yeah, that, and I see that that would be another way to get into the body, you know, to yeah. figure out what it is that we are holding within to try to get it to shift and change. Absolutely. So there's all these indicators from our uh-huh. health and our hand. We can look at our handwriting even once we know what what to look for. Yeah, and breathing too. It makes a big, big difference. I can, I can see that Absolutely. breathing gets into the body more so yeah. than. Um, well, it just, it's another way to get into the body to change what's happening. So, so I, I have a perspective on this whole connection of the spirit body. And um, I think I got this from Matthew Fox, who was one of my teachers. Um, I think we often talk about the spirit being in the body, but I think it's the other way around. Literally, we live in a conscious universe and consciousness is everything. And it's the body that lives in the consciousness, the body lit. And so there's this permeability back and forth. And that's why I think it's so powerful for, you know, as a spiritual teacher, it's not just, I'm not just always talking about interstate. It's about how we can use the outer to impact the inner and how the inner impacts the outer. And it's this dynamic flow, which is part of the matrix of the universe that we live in. So I love that New World Women is bringing so many different ways 
that women can really impact the quality of their life, not only physical, but emotional, spiritual, and mental. So thank you, Don, Mecca, and Sean, for what you're creating for all of us. I can't wait to be yeah. out there teaching. Yeah, it's, it's super exciting. Thank you yeah, so much. It is. And Beautiful. it does, it affects all of us. And when we focus on that, we can affect the people in our homes so easily and around us and in our offices and things. It's um, yeah. like you say, once you're aware of it and realize, and the, the breath is so important because I personally find that I hold my breath when I start to feel uncomfortable, I can feel myself stop breathing and I have to be like, breathe. <laughs> and um, so it's wonderful to have those tools. So thank you. Yeah, beautiful. Okay, great. So um, once we get those uh, in there into the chat, those websites, um, then we will go into our breakout rooms. And in the breakout rooms, uh, what you can do, um, and we're going to try, hopefully we will succeed at this, to have um, a luminary in uh, each of the chat rooms um, or Mecca, Sean, or me. So I think we're going to have six breakout rooms and um We'll have um, about, I don't know, six, seven, eight minutes, somewhere in there. And yeah. you can be thinking about what one thing inspired you about what you just heard. I'm sure there's going to be more than one, but maybe be thinking about that. And how does your life flow when you consciously practice meaningful self-care or self-love? And something I heard a lot in what all three of you were talking about is it is awareness you know, that idea of awareness, awareness when you're not breathing, awareness of how you're making your letters, aware of what your body is trying to tell you and listening to that. So, um, you know, just kind of asking yourself and then sharing in the group, um, you know, how does your life flow when you are in that state of awareness and being conscious of you. <laughs> um, so if anyone would like to share their experience, uh, with the larger group, just unmute yourself and go ahead and we'll see how much time we have for sharing because we love to honor your time and this is a one hour meeting so we can go ahead. Um, oh, Christine Beck said the breakout rooms are great. Thank you, Christine. I'm going to put a plug in for um, Kinstone Megalithic Garden in Fountain City, Wisconsin. It is like having our own Stonehenge and beyond here in the U.S. Um, so that's Kinstone megalithic garden it is phenomenal and that's where we held our new world women summer solstice gathering last year it was really fabulous so would someone like to share your experience and you can really share anything you would like i just want to say uh thank you to everybody and this has been quite the experience and i i am truly grateful <laughs> and i cannot wait to join <laughs> Thank you. Oh. We welcome you with open hearts and open arms. <laughs> Thank you, Joan. Very sweet. Thank you. Anyone else like to share? What did you learn today that you didn't know before? Okay. Well, um, hi, Gloria. Hi. Good uh, <clears throat> morning. Well, I'm very. I'm looking forward to being part of this wonderful group, um, when I, I'm just trying to remember who it was, um, it had been Valerie who brought up the, the part about uh, obesity 
being a, a, a plea for visibility. I thought that was really interesting. I never thought of it that way before. And that there are certainly healthier ways to, to be visible. <laughs> um, just yeah. being real, you know, being, uh, expressing your point of view. So beautiful. Thank you, Gloria. Did you want to share anything more about that? Did you want to say anything? No, I don't think so. I think that, you know, being visible at, well, just being visible is important, but then insulating ourselves is another way that obesity can show up. So. And you'll probably go into more detail um, in your classes and new work. I will. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Beautiful. Yeah. And Val's writing an amazing book right now that I think everybody's going to want. I know everybody's going to want it. So we'll keep you posted about that. So um, we have time for a share, one more sharing or two. Um, if anybody, Ashley Finlay, got your hand up. I figured I'd say something. Um, <laughs> I mentioned it all in the group, but I... I do really like the breakout rooms. That makes it, it makes it feel more just like kind of comfortable and cozy. But um, I loved the talking about the breath work. Um, as I was telling everybody, I, I get it. I get anxious about a lot of things that I don't need to get anxious about very easily. And so I, um, I, on a regular basis, consciously try to use breath work to just kind of like slow my racing mind down and just calm my body so I don't feel like I'm you know kind of shaking from the inside out and then um I really liked the 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 stuff about the um the writing and the letters because I thought it was interesting about the just how they're made like the age you can easily kind of do something like that and I was showing people I did I do my A's almost like that my capital A's and then when I looked at Shannon's website, I was, I'm, I'm curious to look at, to check out this book at some point because I was seeing all the T's that were on here and every T, whether it was um, capitalized or undercase, um, the, 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 the dash at the top is always at the top. The cross for the T is always at the top. And yeah. so that made me curious and it just makes me want to learn more about it and what what it all like kind of means, I guess. That's a beautiful sharing. Thank you so much, Ashley. Um, and uh, obviously, Shannon's going to go into great depth about this in the teachings um, once we get started. So thank you uh, so much, everyone. Um, I think um, Mecca Page has maybe one announcement. Is that right, Mecca? Our next Birds of a Feather Together call on, whoops, hang on, <laughs> on March 16th. Um, at uh, 7.30 uh, p.m. Central Time. Please check your time zone if you're not here in this in Central Time Zone. Um, Cornelia Elsa Esser, who is a modern day alchemist and master healer will be our luminary presenter and she'll be talking about the magical power of colors and their rejuvenating effect. And some lucky woman on the call will win a pair of rose colored therapy glasses. And I actually have a pair because Sean gifted a pair to me. Um, we ended up taking one of Cornelia's classes, uh, Sean, Don and I together, and it was fascinating. It was just amazing. So. Please join us on March 16th for our Birds of a Feather Together call. And then just a quick reminder that our magazine 
is is uh, published. So check it out on our website. And we are for our luminaries out there. We're already um, putting a call out again for contributions for the next issue. So that'll be coming out in late April. Yeah. And if I could add that the magazine is virtual, so you can just look at it right on your whatever device you would like to. And if you'd like to register for the um, any of the events that we have, uh, you can just go on to newworldwomen.com and go to events and you'll see them. Plus, you can see our past events as well. They're all on there as recordings. So we hope you'll check that out. And you can also sign up for the magazine right on the homepage of newworldwomen.com. So, Sean, I'll turn it over mm-hmm. to you. Beautiful. <laughs> I love this. This is so wonderful today. Our first wis- Women's Wisdom Roundtable. I just love this. I thought this is a wonderful way to connect and, and learn new th- new things. So thank you again, all of you being here today for giving your time to be with us today and our heartfelt gratitude goes to new world women luminaries reverend dr patricia keel shannon poppy and dr val prawl thank you all three of you if you long for like-hearted sisterhood wisdom teachings and inspiration and great prosperity in your life please visit us at newworldwomen.com and sign up for our free virtual New World Women magazine, as Don mentioned, and our upcoming Birds of a Feather Together call on March 16th. We look forward to seeing you there. And now please unmute yourself and speak a word of blessing into our circle. Joy. Thank you. Gratitude. I appreciate you. Thank you. Peace. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thank you. all. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you all next time. (laughs) Please visit newworldwomen.com to learn more about our exciting collaboration and how it can support you and other women in your life. We would love to welcome you into our first Founder Circle, which you can explore on our site. If you like Collaboration is Queen, please give us a five-star rating and tell your friends. Thank you, and remember to keep your crown ready so women can collaborate to create a new world for themselves and for our world. A world of love, inclusion, collaboration, and abundance.